0: Welcome to the Unlocking Her podcast. I'm your host Jess, your noble shit best friend talking all things health, mindset, business and everything else in between and helping you on your journey to becoming your next level self. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to my first ever podcast episode. Firstly, I cannot believe we are here this podcast has been in the works for such a long time And basically I finally pulled my finger out and got my shit sorted and here we are. And I'm finally going to be in your ears every week. So before we get into the app, I thought I would do a quick little introduction. So I'm Jess, obviously, and most of you will probably know me from socials as Train With Jess, both on Instagram and TikTok, wherever you have come from. I'm an online coach and I've been in the industry for almost seven years now, which is actually insane. I cannot believe it has been that long. My style of coaching is centered around helping women to build sustainable lifestyles and essentially living life without restriction. And I have also recently just transitioned into the mindset coaching space, which goes hand in hand with... fitness journey so it just seemed like a natural progression for me and i actually specialize in food freedom and body image if you follow me i'm sure you know how passionate i am about empowering women about self-love and body positivity and just healing your relationship with your body and food in general i think it's so important to talk about and all of the content that i create whether that's here on my podcast social media wherever my intention is to create as much impact as I can but also to provide unfiltered and raw advice that I wish I had at all stages of my own journey and that actually brings me into the topic of today's episode and it's basically my weight loss journey and I've touched on this a little bit in my own content but I've never really dived super deep into this topic so i'm really excited to give you guys a little bit of insight into that and how i've overcome a lot of the struggles that went with that journey and hopefully it helps you too and i also just think that this is a really important conversation that we need to be having because i feel like it's so easy to put your coach or a fitness content creator influencer whatever you want to call us that you follow on a pedestal because we post about this every day. And of course that must mean that we have everything figured out and we do everything perfect all of the time, which is absolutely not true. We are fucking human. We make mistakes. We have setbacks just like you do. And we all started somewhere. We've all been that beginner in the gym. We've all been scared to try new exercises. We've all made mistakes with our nutrition, our training, like, You name it, we've done it. And honestly, some of the things that I did at the start of my journey, give me the literal ick. But like I said, we all start somewhere. And I think it's really important to take note of when you are following someone on social media. So for as long as I can remember, I have always struggled with my body image and let it control my life. And since working as a coach, I've realized just how many women struggle with the same thing, which part of the reason why I create the content that I do is because I refuse to accept this. And yes, having poor body image is common. It's not normal. Like we should not be hating our bodies and just accepting that that's our truth and it's okay and that's how we're going to live forever, just hating our bodies. Like, absolutely not. And one thing that I want to point out is that body image is learned. Every single thought that you have about your body or every single belief, you have learned. You didn't just wake up one day and hate your body, you weren't just born hating your body. It's learned. But also, we can unlearn it as well. So, basically, what I'm saying is these beliefs are very deep rooted in your psyche and they were actually formed in childhood so whether it was your parents your siblings friends at school your cousins teachers the media whatever and it's so different for everyone but they were formed a very very long time ago so you can see how hard it is to shake them and growing up i was actually such a runt i was tiny really sporty and I actually can't even believe that as a child, I would have been feeling like that because I had no reason to feel like that. Like I never grew up overweight. I only ever had those issues in my later years, which I'm going to get into a little bit later, but yeah, it just baffles me that that's the way I was feeling when I had no reason to be so concerned about my body image. And my actual first memory of comparing myself to someone else was actually a friend of mine and we would actually weigh each other on our play dates which is fucking ridiculous but obviously that was learned I remember going there and she would make me do it and I was a little bit taller than her so I was always heavier my clothes were always a little bit bigger we'd go over plate for play dates and she would always make me wear her mum's clothes so I just formed this idea that I was bigger and bigger meant fat and just because i was bigger than that person i was fatter than everyone else and it's not just this one memory it's a lot of memories all coming together but that is the earliest one that i can think of so basically i learned how to compare myself to others from a very young age like that memory i would have been in primary school and this same Girl, I was actually compared to a lot through high school, but I was always told I had a better personality. So you can see how I closely linked what I looked like with my self worth, which now I know absolutely do not relate to each other, but it was formed very early on. And as I said before, I grew up really sporty and coming from a small country town you basically play every sport that is available to you it is just the norm but I actually played state netball from my early teens up until high school and I just remember being completely riddled with comparison I genuinely thought I was the fattest girl on that team and if I found a photo today a team photo I'm probably one of the smallest and if you're a female that grew up in Australia chances are you played netball so you know exactly what I'm talking about but for context I played center or wing attack and I don't know about you but I don't know many overweight centers like you just don't really see them so yeah that gives you a bit of an image of how small I was but I actually just can't believe like how many years I wasted believing I was fat when I was literally the fucking opposite and playing sport at a representative level actually gave me a really toxic relationship with exercise and it took me such a long time to unlearn those patterns but basically the only reason i was exercising was to train for Nepal. i would wake up every morning and do 200 goals before i even went to school then i would go to school whatever sport would be played at school some afternoons i would have like club netball or any other sport that i was playing at the time and then one afternoon every week i would travel an hour and a half one way just to go to rep training with the rest of my team and that was on a school night mind you but being from a small country town you obviously don't have the resources and access to certain teams so you'd have to travel if you wanted to play at a higher level and not to mention if we had competitions on and we'd have to travel to different cities for those also one thing i do want to mention is i absolutely love netball at this point in my life like i lived and breathed it it's only now when i've been going through the motions of healing my relationship with my body that i've realized how toxic these mindsets were but It definitely made me build that mindset that exercise was only reward based and I was only doing it to win something or to be the best at something. A couple of really prominent memories that I have from this is like being told that I had to tone up around my midsection, obviously super damaging to a young girl or anyone. But when you're at that age where you're developing those beliefs around your body and your body's changing, that is hella toxic and then obviously to your coach is trying to build discipline within you but let's say you're doing a drill and you made a mistake you dropped a ball whatever they would tally up the mistakes and then that would be time at the end of that drill that we would have to do Like sit-ups or push-ups as punishment and yes that may carry over into like court fitness we would have been strong little robots but then what that actually does it teaches you that if you make a mistake you're a failure and you're gonna get punished for it so you can see how i just went the complete other way and it actually really scarred me and like i to this day still can't do like Hit sessions or circuit sessions, I don't even like training with another person because I feel like I'm competing against someone. So that's something that I've really had to work through, but it's something that I definitely developed through my years playing rep netball. Once I started my HSE, I decided that it was obviously too much and ended up quitting netball, finished my HSE, and then obviously too, your body has gone through puberty at this point and changed completely which is normal. As a female, your body is meant to change through lots of different seasons, but I actually didn't have any pressure to be this like sporty athletic girl anymore. And throwing in the towel completely with netball was such a weight off my shoulders, but I slowly over time gained weight, which mentally didn't really feel the best. And You know, I just kind of spiraled into a more and more negative relationship with my body. Also too, might I add, I was 18 at this point. So like you're starting to go out, you're starting to party, you're drinking more, you're able to go out and have dinner with your friends, things like that. Like your body's gonna change. But because I didn't have to show up as this sporty fit girl anymore, I just decided that I wasn't going to exercise at all and I became so fucking lazy. I just swung from one extreme to the other and then that leads me up to the point when I went to uni. So you can all imagine how well that went down for my lifestyle habits, partying our way through uni. But honestly I should not have survived half the benders that I went on like we would drink at least three times a week sometimes four and then get up at like seven to go to an 8 a.m lecture like ridiculous but all we did was drink drugs you name it and then because you've been on a bender for however many days you haven't eaten that whole time because it's literally impossible. And then you make up for it on $4 Eagle boys pizzas for the next few days. So essentially we were binge eating. Well, I definitely was. And then when you're eating in general, just as normal through the week, you're trying to eat food for as cheap as possible. So it's just very carb heavy and, because you're hungover half the time, there's no fucking way you wanna go for a walk or go to the gym. So yeah, all my lifestyle habits and all that really good discipline that I had during my years of netball were completely gone. My body image was probably the worst it has ever been. And I lived with a group of 40 other people in a dorm, loads of beautiful girls who I assumed genetically had never struggled to lose weight. They were absolutely gifted or lucky. And had never struggled with the same things that I had in terms of body image. And just really struggled with comparison. And also to comparing myself to people who I thought I was better than. Just to make me feel better. Which now I don't do at all. This was also a time when Bikini Bodyguide was all the rage. I'm sure everyone knows what BBG is. But I cannot tell you the amount of times that I had tried this program taken progress pictures I even still look at them today and I just am so triggered looking at them but I took the progress pictures I printed the workouts out and stuck it on the back of my dorm door and I would do these workouts in my bedroom to hide from people because I was so ashamed that I wanted to work on myself and I just associated exercise with you only went to the gym if you hated your body so I didn't want people to know that I was struggling with it so yeah I'd hide away in my room part of that as well is like cool I'm gonna work out in my room and I'm gonna have this massive transformation and then one day I'm gonna come out and everyone's gonna recognize how hot I am and they're just gonna wonder how I did it because I just magically overnight became skinny like how fucking ridiculous and I know I'm not the only one who went through something like this like I see this all over TikTok so yeah if you're listening to this and that was you you are not the only one another thing that I would do is hide in my room and eat and we all had fridges in our room too so that was quite easy to do but now looking back at it a lot of the girls that I lived with definitely struggled with disordered eating so I was really ashamed that I enjoyed food and ate a lot, which now I don't give a fuck. I'll eat whatever I want. I'm that friend that you go out for dinner with and I'll finish your meal as well as my own. But yeah, just had this intense shame around my body and how I ate and I didn't want anyone to see it. The shame that I felt around my body as well also extended as far as like, I didn't hook up with anyone. I didn't have sex with for years because I was so scared of what people would think of my body. And it took me a really long time to come to terms with my body had changed and I couldn't lose weight the same way as I used to. So fast forward to after I've graduated, I moved to Sydney and probably a couple weeks after moving there, I was on an ocean walk. I was doing Coogee to Bondi. If you live in sydney you know what that is but i actually seen a picture of myself and i was quite literally forced into changing i was fucking gobsmacked that i had let my body get as big as it did and like looking back now too i actually think that i was in denial about how big i actually was and for me so i always grew up being around like 53 55 kilos and at my biggest i was actually 94. And I was only a size 14, which isn't actually that big, but in my small little body, I just looked so unhealthy where I was carrying the weight and yeah, I just wasn't the size that my body was. So that was the turning point for me. And I realized that if I didn't kick my ass into gear, who knows what size I would be in six, 12, 18 months time. But I definitely started my weight loss journey for the wrong reasons, which I feel like is very common So from someone who had pretty much thrown in the towel with every form of exercise that she was previously doing I then swung the complete opposite way again. I started training twice a day I prepped all of my meals to the point where I tracked everything perfectly All of my macros were on point and I got obsessed with it like I couldn't go out for dinner without having my meals planned. I would check the menu to see what I could have. Everything was the lowest calorie option possible. I also lived with my auntie and uncle and I cooked everything separate to them so that I could control everything I ate. But then it was obviously too restrictive because it got to the point where I was also still eating in my room in secret because, you know, I'd changed my lifestyle and I was this new healthy version of myself, but I was still wanting to have all these naughty treats and I just didn't want the shame or judgment of them being like, well, that's not healthy. So, you know, what are you doing? So once again, I'd go hide in my room and eat everything that I could. I would step on the scales every single day and write it down. I would take progress photos religiously every week and I would put them side by side and compare them. And also too, I really think I got very addicted to people complimenting me on how much weight I had lost and the progress that I was making. I also started getting attention from boys again, which then that also to reaffirm to me that my appearance was completely linked to my self-worth and i just formed this belief that i wouldn't find love until i reached my dream body so i just kept going and going and going and like every single workout that i would do it would be like seven exercises i'd do four sets of everything, everything would be super seted. I'd do hours and hours of cardio. Like it was just ridiculous and not sustainable at all. And completely the opposite to how I train now. At this point I was doing my masters as well, so I kind of really felt this pressure to be fit again. And I actually once I finished my master's started working as a PT and really struggled with that I was probably a bigger PT. I hadn't lost all the weight that I had wanted to, and I always thought that I would become a PT once I did reach my dream body as well, which is also ridiculous. But, yeah, I just had this intense pressure to look a certain way and also behave a certain way, like if you're a personal trainer, you need to be doing all these things to work on your body and you need to your body is a product of how you're going to coach people and All these stupid beliefs really just kept me going in these toxic cycles. And when I first came into the industry, the only kind of fitness influences that were big at the time were like Rachel Dillon, Lauren Simpson, Sarah's Day, Kayla Seners. And while those women are absolutely beautiful, it was just bodies that I could not achieve. They were not realistic to me, but I... Just thought that I would never be successful as a coach because I didn't look like that. And that also stemmed as far as like when I was doing my social media, like I would only ever post my clients. I didn't think anyone would ever care about what I was doing, how I was training, things that I was eating. Like I also just had so much shame around being a plus-size PT. Not that I was plus size, but we'll just call it that. And I just didn't want the judgment either. Now we know I am quite the opposite. I share my entire life on social media and show you guys the ins and outs of how I live my life on a daily basis. And I'm so much more confident on my socials. And the turning point for me with this mindset was just how tired I was all the time. I was getting sick a lot and honestly just exhausted i also realized that i didn't have to be doing things the way everyone else was doing and instead of religiously tracking everything on my apple watch and trying to burn calories in my workouts i literally just switched my mindset to training to get as strong as possible like once i started to get back into lifting again i got addicted to how strong I could get. And once you hit that spot in your journey, you know you've hit the sweet spot because that's exactly how you should be training. I also realized that I didn't have to track everything perfectly to achieve goals. I basically just focused on movement. I dropped down to one session per day because I realized how much better my recovery was and how much more muscle I was building because I was allowing myself to rest. And then i just focused on steps so if i wanted to move my body twice in one day i'd go to the gym and then i'd go for a walk in the afternoon and it was just far less stress on my body and also too i used steps as my non-negotiable so instead of forcing myself to go on runs and do all these workouts like i was just happy if i had got my ten thousand steps that day i knew that something was better than nothing and if i continually worked at ticking off all these little goals i knew down the track i would eventually see really good results which is exactly what happened and i still live my life like that today i also realized that i didn't have to cut out all of the foods that i loved to achieve my goals i still enjoyed takeaway whenever i wanted and also worked on the guilt that i found that i was struggling with When I would treat myself, I switched my mindset to food is fuel and whatever calories that I'm eating, I'm going to use as fuel for gains in the gym. And that really, really helped me into healing my relationship with food and now i kind of just eat whatever the fuck i want and i can really thank my parents for these eating habits because growing up like my mum was never one of those strict not allowed to have roll-ups in your lunchbox kind of mums. we really had that good balance of nutritious food that made us strong and healthy but also we were still allowed to have snacks and we didn't really think of food as good or bad or naughty Also too, being from a small country town, we didn't have access to things like McDonald's or other fast food chains. So we only really had them on occasion, but it wasn't that we weren't allowed to have them. Like we still had them when we had access to them, but because we didn't get them all the time, we didn't have them overboard, if that makes sense. So I feel like as an adult, I still know that I can have those things, but I actually don't want them all the time, but I don't feel guilty if I did. I also started focusing more on the quality of my foods rather than just the calories in versus calories out. And for example, like let's say I would get GYG as my takeaway. Okay, yep, cool, that might be 1000 calories, but it's got like 54 grams of protein in it. So I just tried to get protein in all of my meals, whether that was me going out for dinner or whether it was something that I have made, I always prioritized my protein because I knew the effects that it would have on my muscle. So basically my goal became recomposition rather than just fat loss and how fucking skinny I could get, which I'm hoping for all of you you have worked that out as well by now because it's a fucking miserable spot to be when you're trying to shrink yourself as much as possible. I basically realized that this was a lifestyle thing and I would be doing this for the rest of my life and there was no rush to lose weight or put that pressure on myself to look a certain way anymore and also too i think a turning point for that as well is i come across a few influences like fit me laura was one really good one and healthy chick 101 and i just thought these girls are absolutely owning who the fuck they are what their body looks like and empowering people and i can do the fucking same So then I started posting more about myself on social media, and the more I posted about myself and things that I was going through, the more my following grew, the more my clientele grew, and I also realized that because I didn't look like those other influencers and coaches in the space, that was my fucking superpower. And I just realized how many women also felt that same pressure to look that way, and They just wanted to be trained by someone who looked like them and has been through it. So at this point in my journey, though, like I was doing all these really healthy physical habits, but I was still finding that I was buying clothes two to three sizes too big because I still saw myself as that big girl. I still picked at myself. I was letting my inner mean girl absolutely rule my life. I couldn't walk past the mirror without picking at myself I still compared myself to others my body I was not confident in like I actually only started just training in a crop top with no t-shirt over the top like 18 months ago like I still was riddled with this shit body image even though I had those positive mindsets At this point in my journey, I was almost 30 kilos down, but I was still sat here wondering like, why the fuck have I lost all this weight? But I'm still feeling shit about myself and I'm not confident at all. This just goes to show like no amount of changing your body is going to make you love yourself. And the reason for this is that body image is a psychological issue So why the fuck would changing it in a physical way fix that issue? Like it doesn't, it's fucking impossible. So it wasn't until we went into lockdown that I started to really work on healing my relationship with my body. I started journaling and doing shadow work. So to put that into simple terms, if you have never heard of shadow work before, basically a shadow is any part of us that we have rejected from our self-concept over time. And it's something that remains in our subconscious mind. So we are actually not aware of it. And Basically, when we are triggered by something, a flight or flight response is activated within your body, you can feel your heart rate rise, you feel completely out of your body, your chest closes, like it could be anything and it's very different for everyone and across different triggers, but basically your inner child is triggered as fuck and it's because something that has just happened has replicated a similar pattern to something in childhood. So shadow work is basically going to the direct source of that belief in childhood and working through it so that it doesn't trigger you as much as an adult. And why I say as much is because these triggers are probably always going to come up, but we just get better at recognizing them, being able to validate ourselves and integrating them so that we can move through them a hell of a lot quicker than we would if we were not aware of them. And the main way that I did this was through journaling, as I said before, and I also hired a coach. So I cannot stress to you how important that was for my journey and moving through things because I was able to have those blind spots reflected back to me and I seen them quicker than what I would have on my own and therefore my healing was so much more sped up. Through going deeper into my shadows, I worked out what my main trigger was in regards to my body image and what I was scared of in terms of it changing and me gaining weight. And I said this earlier, but for me, it was basically the idea that I would never find love until I reached my dream body. And mind you, the point that I'm at right now is not what I thought my dream body would be, but, I've already found love like I'm in a relationship so that also proves like what a silly limiting belief that is and the hold that it can have over your behaviors. So essentially feeling unworthy and feeling unloved. And then once I knew that, I could direct my healing into that area of my life as well. So for me, it was diving deeper into my relationship trauma. That was a massive part of it. Also, I did lots of work around my friendships and people that I went to school with. Like bullying was a massive part of why I felt the way I did. So I worked through all of that shit, healed my inner child and also to might I add, healing never ends, so you're always going to have to work through this kind of stuff and I always say new level, new devil. So you'll heal to a certain point and then you'll be hit with another thing that you need to move through and it's all just part of the process, but I promise it gets easier and easier as time goes on and it's kind of like when those stabs do come through, they don't hurt as much. Another thing that I really had to work through was like holding people's projections of you and the biggest way that I can explain this and how it came up for me was like when I was at my biggest I would get lots of comments from relatives or whoever people judging me in the street and it would be like oh you've put on weight or oh, are you feeling okay or anything Like that, It was always concerned why I had gained so much weight. But then on the flip side, once I had lost all of my weight, I was then getting comments like, you're too skinny, you've lost too much. Oh, don't take it too far. Like people would even ask my mom, like, am I eating? Like absolutely ridiculous. But basically where I'm going with this is like, you're always going to get comments from people. And it's something in you that... Is mirroring back to their insecurities that they don't like so if someone is commenting on your weight chances are they are insecure about their own body image and their own weight and they are just projecting that shit onto you to make themselves but that really triggered me at both ends of the scales like I could not even believe that people would even comment on my body in the first place like it's 2022 why the fuck are you still doing this but once I learned that it actually had nothing to do with me people's opinions of me started to matter less and less I started to wear crop tops more I started to wear scrunch bum shorts like little things like that and just getting out of my comfort zone and challenging myself to do different things that my body image wouldn't allow me to do and the more and more I pushed at those edges and challenged myself to do those things I got more comfortable at doing them and then they just became second nature to me So as I said before, like I got to the point where I had lost almost 30 kilos and I had healed so much to the point that I actually decided that I wanted to gain weight and I did my first bulk. Like coming out of lockdown, I looked so skinny and it just blew my mind that for so long I had trained to become this version and be so skinny and all my dreams probably have come. That didn't align with me anymore and I didn't wanna be skinny. I had lost my muscle and I was like, fuck no, we've gotta get back into this strong physique. And I actually wasn't as confident being skinny. Also, something that I think is funny to speak to is the reactions I would get off people when I would say that I was bulking. Like, I would get so many compliments like, oh, my God, you're looking so good. You've lost so much weight. And when I would say, oh, no, I'm actually trying to gain weight. I want to bulk and build muscle. Their faces were just shocked. And. That is so funny to me because I guess it just shows how many people are still stuck in that mindset that skinny is better. But once again, that just goes to show how much I have healed and how much I have grown as a person because comments like that do not matter to me anymore. And considering throwing it back to the girl at the start of this episode that I was talking about, like she was so concerned what everyone thought of her. She just let it rule her life. So yeah it's it's nice to come full circle and i'm just so blessed that i actually went through this journey because old me genetically had never struggled to lose weight in her life so to come into this industry and have those struggles and this journey behind me genuinely makes me a better coach because I've been in my client's shoes I can relate to them basically I can teach them all the lessons that I have learned and the mistakes that I have made along the way so that they don't have to and it's going to fast track their journey because of that like I genuinely believe that I was meant to go through all these struggles put on weight struggle with body dysmorphia and body image have to heal all of that because i was put on this earth to help people through their journeys and to make impact and like i said I would not be the coach that I am today without going through all of these struggles. So I am so grateful. But that is my journey pretty much in a nutshell. Like I said, we've come completely full circle. I've been on both ends of the scale and struggled with all the things that you are struggling with. I've been in your shoes, I've been there, and you can overcome the things that you are going through if you have the determination to get through it. Like, I promise you, you always have the power to change your current situation. So that is a wrap on my first ever podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope it helped you gain some perspective for your own weight loss journey you can find me on all socials as train with Jess as I said at the start of the episode but also if you are interested in working one-to-one with me if you head to my website there's a link in my bio and I've got loads of information on there with all of my offers and services I have also just released a journal prompt ebook called the self-love diaries and basically it is perfect if you are someone that is wanting to deep dive into healing your relationship with your body it's filled with journal prompts and lots of little activities to help challenge your body image. And it's everything that I have used and still used to this day to work on my healing journey. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and I will speak to you next time.